she came to me and I knew she drank. I knew she went to the casino and we lost 20 pounds in that 10 session. She's like, JR, thank you so much. I'm going to go do this on my own. You changed my life. I said, I think we still have more work to go, go, but if you're convinced you can do this, call me if you need me. Well, I got a call six months later that she died of a stroke and I took that really hard because if I would have fought for her, if I would have known the psychological stages of change, like I know now, people don't overcome addictions, traumas, identities in three months. So that was a wake up call. Anybody after that, I felt like I was killing them if they walked out the door. So I went from a 30% closer to a 90% closer. So that's the first place. It's not your government. It's not your insurance. It's not your marketing agency. Is do you show up and are you prescribing the ultimate transformation program that's actually going to change somebody's life versus let them off the hook or not going there? What's up, everyone? I'm Joe Lemon. Thank you so much for tuning into the show. And on this podcast, I'm really going to focus on my process to sell over a million dollars worth of our products, but also side hustling to scale up my audio agency, which is really focused around helping health and wellness and life science brands get into the space. And today's special guest is with J.R. Burgess. And this is somebody that I've really admired online, honestly, because he works with a lot of healthcare providers and helping them optimize their clinics and their businesses, but also them as a person. And he really specializes in this tagline of helping heal the healers. And I thought that was a really good way to kind of look at it because if you're broken down off your burnout with a lot of people know that burnout in healthcare is a big deal that, you know, you run yourself dry trying to help other people. As a personal trainer, I experienced a lot of that. And, you know, it wasn't that I was like only trying to be a personal trainer. That's what got me. But it's the management of just trying to be an entrepreneur while you're trying to help other people and you're just giving and giving and giving. And normally you don't have anything left in the tank to actually take care of yourself. So we talk about a lot of strategies about how to avoid that, shares his stories about how he overcame his own burnout, you know, addiction and just it just really kind of working through a lot of just things that a lot of us struggle with being with your family while also trying to build a business grab a pen and pad man because he walks through a a step-by-step strategy he lays out a game plan for people in this space or really this is for any small business owner that we can all apply to how we can really focus on doing the things that are going to move the needle for us not only on the business front but also taking care of yourself as a whole person and as a new father, I appreciate this actual conversation and something that I just kind of lock into because you really start thinking bigger than yourself. You start thinking about legacy. And man, <laughs> after you go through a couple times of burnout, you already know better than to try to just go back in it the same way that you did before. So with that said, guys, sit back and enjoy this episode with JR. Dude, welcome on to the podcast, JR. Thank you, man. This is going to be an amazing conversation and everything that you just said in there, I'd love to to dive deep into there. And, you know, my journey really began when I was critically teased in the fifth grade. And a teacher stood me up on the desk and said I had lack of cartilage in my ears. And I could literally feel my soul dying. I didn't want to show back up at school as this happy outgoing guy. But I don't say that to make anybody sad. That was actually when I look for, you know, back connecting the dots, the greatest greatest gift that I was ever given. Because... Mm what that gave me is the empathic ability to want to sit with other people who were in pain or suffering. And now my goal now is to help the healers heal, but they got to heal themselves first before they can heal the world because they've gone through burnout. They've gone through programming. They've gone through the mind running the show versus the heart running the show. Mm. But what all this led to is the only thing that could quiet my mind 
was sports. And I wasn't the most talented, but that shut my mind, my depression, my fear, my self-worth down, where I was never the most talented, but I become in-depth. I studied so much. I would read the whole field. I would practice hard. I would bring my body to extremes, even though I loved it. Um, That allowed me to see the whole playing field. So everything from that moment, I could start seeing a bigger picture of what things looked like. And this person's strengths and weaknesses are best used here. Here's my strengths and weaknesses. I could observe the other team and see the strengths and weaknesses and really start to look at the big picture of thinking. And that's where my training and mind began, but school wasn't for me. I, you know, we got in trouble. I hated authority after that. So I got cooked out of everything. And when I was 12 years old, I found my second love other than sports, which was drugs and alcohol. Mm. That would allow me go from the shy introverted person to the life of the party, to my true being and happiness and joy would come out. But at the end of the time, I took sports to the extreme. I took drugs and alcohol to the extreme to where those started to have a degenerative or a negative or consequences in different aspects of my life. But I didn't care. I was going to go build water towers. I had no inclination to go to high school or I mean to college. And if it wasn't for baseball and sports, I would have never graduated. Mm -hmm. So that was where I went and built water towers for a year after high school. And I realized what hard work was. And all my buddies were playing college baseball. And I was like, I'm not smart enough to go back, but I want to go play ball. So I had to go take a year of prerequisites before I even got a college credit and then played community college baseball for a couple of years. Realized I wasn't stupid. I just needed to not be told what to do. Yeah. And I needed to have my own purpose, which was to work in professional sports at that time. So that was my beginning journey to give me the gifts of strategy empath wanting to sit with people and understanding i have no judgment most people sedate with alcohol drugs sports right. workaholism all from our subconscious programming yeah. yep. that happened at a young age you already touched on a ton already man i mean because you're absolutely right one of the beauties of sports is that i think it helps people find their flow state early in life because It's just like what you said. You can throw yourself into it. You can study the game. You start studying players. You start studying yourself. And you get into this tunnel vision mentality. That's a very good place to be. I mean, it's really great whenever you can kind of lock in and just tune out the rest of the world, right? It doesn't matter what else is happening. You're focused on your game. Um, And I think that's a... I think that's a great place. And it makes sense that you translated that skill set over to being this master architect for what you're building now. But, you know, let's kind of start with something that you already mentioned. Before we get deep into today's episode, I want to tell you about my podcast agency, Nearsight Health. We really work with wellness and life science brands to help get them established in the audio game. Man, there's so much going on. If you guys see what's happening on the green room, you see what's happening in Clubhouse, man, it's a quick way to get some traction and really get some awareness through audio, right? And not only that, there's a B2B play here. And I'm all about not just doing content for the sake of content. I get it. Content's king and all that jazz. But man, I use podcasting to really drive revenue. It's a formula that you can easily implement. 
especially if you're looking to uh, build out more strategic partners. You can have a show, invite the partners onto the onto the actual podcast. You guys talk about the overall industry, whatever your space you're in. I do it in the in whole healthcare space, obviously, but you can do this for anything. And it's a great B2B way to kind of really fill up your funnel. If you want to learn more about this, go over to nearsighthealth.com. That's nearsighthealth.com. And just book a strategy session with me. I'd love to walk through and just share ideas about things that I'm doing and maybe some opportunities that might make sense for your business. All right, nearsighthealth.com. Let's get back into today's episode. Let's start with that burnout piece, man. Like that's what got me out of personal training. I was was training. I was trying to manage other trainers and I was like herding cats. And I got burned out when I was back in um Atlanta doing this, man. But 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 have you kind of gone through this burnout? And obviously I know that you're working with other doctors now to help them avoid that burnout. So can you talk about that whole art of kind of being able to manage and produce and scale up as well? Yeah, there's two things just because I can get passionate and get off on a tangent one way or another. Yeah, so yeah. I would like to, you know, discuss the burnout mm-hmm. and also why I think competition, just mm-hmm. like anything, has its amazing gifts, mm-hmm. but anything taken too far is yeah. what the world doesn't need. Yeah. And, and I'll, I'll be able to reference that back. But we saw, well, as a personal trainer, I finished college. Um, played rugby, played baseball, fell in love with rugby. And I'll I'll share why Um, rugby is special to competition in the other side of what I would call collaboration. But as I was going through these things, I would push everything to the extreme, alcohol, drugs, work. So I saw the show, The Biggest Loser, right? And it's like, that's it. When the doctor tells the patient to lose weight, I could be this passionate personal trainer, really good at what I did, but they have the authority. So I had already had five knee surgeries while going through grad school. I would play rugby on the weekends. I'd limp all week long. And one of my patients told me about PRP that he had had for his shoulder, wanted to avoid surgery. So I went and saw this Dr. Baumgartner fella and he said, JR, because you exercise and eat well, you're going to get a better outcome. But let me look at your vitamin D, your thyroid, see what is, is happening internally so we can optimize you. I did three treatments. I was back to playing rugby at full strength three months later. So oh. I was like, this is it. And he says, JR, I'm family practice sports medicine. If I give somebody cortisone, I'm covering it up. If right. I give somebody a pill, I'm covering it up. Will you join me and be the lifestyle, the behavior to address the patients? And I'm like, absolutely. So we went from 1,000 square feet to 6,000 to 28,000 square feet. We started licensing our model all around the country. I got to 60 locations licensed. We started a mastermind because I recognized so many of the doctors weren't good at the vision, the business, the marketing and sales. So even though I believe any healthcare system without exercise, nutrition, or addressing the emotional component is managed care and not true healthcare, Hmm. it's this is what was happening. But at this time I'd overcome alcohol, but I would still play these sports and get injuries. So to today I've had 11 stem cell treatments. I've had 13 surgeries. I've came down with Lyme's disease. I thought I had the capacity and the will to out produce, outwork everybody. I could just work double the hours. My ego is in the way I've been given the gift of being able to handle the extreme behaviors. 
until I couldn't. Right. So my body was starting to fail and degenerate. I was following my father's footsteps unawarely, meaning I wasn't showing up as the husband and father. So this work had became the other addiction. My, I couldn't play the sports anymore because the injuries, but now I'd given up the alcohol, but it was cannabis sedating, even though, you know, there was many shame and traumas that I had to overcome with that. And I had to sell my shares. We were, I had all the income in the world that I could have ever dreamed of, all the impact. I had thought leader books speaking on every stage, but I was dying inside. Hmm. And so in 2019, I sold my shares and thankfully began an inward journey of emotional and subconsciously looking at what's going on, what programming's running the show. And for the first time in 15 years, I have no addiction. Wow. All that's been given up. I will choose it when I want to. And if I decide to, sure. um, I have no more chronic pain and it's because the deep inner emotional work. So after all my years of in this integrative care, nobody's addressing the whole mind, body, energetic, emotional, spiritual component of healthcare. And back to your question now is that's the next rendition is a model that not saying that we weren't doing amazing, but there's always a next level. And once you become aware, there's what do we do to fill that gap, to be the world's best at ever what we were called to do. And that's hopefully what I address the journal is if you are not showing up of in business and in your own life, healthy mm -hmm. and in your family's life, disconnected, unemotional, unavailable, these relationships aren't great. What's next? Am I going to address this or just continue to go down? It's my wife's fault. She doesn't see that I'm working hard or it's because my dad did this or whatever. If we're blaming the world versus taking radical responsibilities, we are not at our highest being or potential in my opinion yet. I love that, man. 20 comes around and now things kind of start to kind of, you know, ease the brakes on, right? And you're forced to kind of look at yourself in the mirror, which you don't normally have to stop and do. Right. And, 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 and having that moment where you're like, man, I'm good. I'm, I'm great at work, but maybe I'm slacking at home or not, you know, or like non-existent or not present. And, 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 and you're forced to kind of deal with these things in life. And so I love the fact that you guys are building out something along this route. And let's talk about the business, man, because a, a lot of times that's one of my client's biggest issues. I, I'm not sure if I had mentioned it to you earlier, but I work in this space. I normally sell a lot of capital, equipment like shockwave therapy devices is the main product that we carry it works well with like exosomes and you know um prp right it's it's used p shot the o shot the the muscle it's definitely got its place in there it's a big deal 100 percent. you know all about this and and but one of my clients biggest issues is are if i make this investment with you joe and spend the 20 30 40 whatever it is right grand how can I not rely on the inch on the man on the insurance company to actually make this money back? And it seems like you have a good recipe. So how did, how did you guys do it in the past or what's your thoughts for doing it in 2021? Yeah. So great question. And it comes down to, there's four problems that every entrepreneur, especially in the healthcare or wellness space is going to face mm -hmm. the first one. And that's why I've had to learn the hard way of how to market, how to become the top volume say, our regenerative medicine center in the world is why I now created an 80 page pamphlet instead of the 200 page books that 
that I did the first time and all the Love cute it. stuff is how to attract and retain your, prefer, your preferred patients and build a profitable practice that matters. I need so, that book, bro. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to get it from you. <laughs> exactly. So it comes down to that first is they think it's the insurance or the dependence. So on what we call the Grand Canyon, where that's the gap, right? We're on one side. How do I, if my insurance doesn't cover it, people won't pay cash or they won't buy my $10,000 personal training program or the ultimate package. They're Medicare patients. They can't afford it. That's the story we tell ourselves versus on the other side is you could be booked out two months long yeah. or you could be having unlimited cash paying patients. And what we have to do is cross that Grand Canyon. There's the gap. So the first thing is it comes down to if you don't believe in what you do, you don't have absolute conviction of that your solution is the best in the world, then yes, nobody's going to buy your energy or your passion or you're there. So show up if you believe in what you're doing. And how do we know? Is it getting outcomes? Does it get solutions? I absolutely fell. And this took a hard experience for me. A lady that I used to sell, and we all start there. As a personal trainer, I was selling 10 session packages or a three-month package, right? Yeah. And I knew I was really good. I'd already helped seven people lose 100 pounds. Wow. Essentially, she came to me, and I knew she drank. I knew she went to the casino, and we lost 20 pounds in that 10 sessions. She's like, JR, thank you so much. I'm going to go do this on my own. You changed my life. I said, I think we still have more work to go, go, but if you're convinced you can do this, call me if you need me. Well, yeah. I got a call six months later that she died of a stroke, and I took oh. that really hard because if I would have fought for her, if I would have known the psychological stages of change, like I know now, people don't overcome addictions, traumas, identities in three months. So that was a wake-up call. Anybody after that, I felt like I was killing them if they walked out the door. So I went from a 30% closer to a 90% closer. So that's the first place. It's not your government. It's your, not your insurance. It's not your marketing agency. Is do you show up and are you prescribing the ultimate transformation program that's actually going to change somebody's life versus let, let them off the hook or not going there? Doesn't mean we can't sell the a la cards, but if we don't start with the big deal mm -hmm. or start with the small care and have a path or a next level, then we're just missing the boat. So it comes down to crossing this bridge. That's phase one, conviction. Phase two is your niche. You can't be everything to everybody. Phase three is what is your unique transformational protocol? Do you have a system that shows consistent, predictable outcomes? Stage four, can you actually message and tell stories because science and experts tell stories and coaches propel and sell and transform? right? So the doctors, they're in the head and they're wondering, why can't I do this? Well, because you're boring. People like Fifty Shades of Grey or superhero movies. They don't yeah. listen to science. Boring. So doesn't mean that they're wrong on what they're trying to teaching. It just doesn't, it doesn't hit the emotional side of the brain. They need a little bit of logic, which is social proof. Does this work? But then they need the passion, the emotion, the conviction, the story of people coming the other side. And then the fifth side, 
All right. So if you want to hear the full episode with J.R. Burris, go over to the Real Value Exchange podcast. You can get the full episode there. Just wanted to share a quick clip or uh, some of the hot takes I found um, while we were talking. And again, if you're interested in learning more about this voice agency and starting your own podcast, man, go download my 10-step guide over at nearsighthealth.com. Or you can just email me at info at nearsighthealth.com and I'll make sure to email it out to you. But until next time, you guys be phenomenal.